Welcome to Get My Husband Off My Podcast. Welcome back. World's most dangerous podcast. Get my husband off my podcast. I'm the host. I'm just me. It's International Women's Day, and mostly this episode is going to be celebrating the women. We appreciate them. We love them. So, but unfortunately, I have to start off with a bit of bad news. Recently, I lost my cousin. And the fact that I'm feeling kind of bad because I didn't really have that good of a relationship with her. I just, it wasn't like anything personal. We just didn't know each other very well. I knew of her. She knew of me, but a personal bond we didn't have. And uh, it honestly got me thinking that I really want that back. And I've tried to get that back with a lot of my family members, but it just really didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. And, um, but I do have a bond with some. I do have a bond with some. They know who they are. But, uh, I really wish I, I, I really wish I could connect more with them. I really wish we had more of a relationship. Got to know my children, get to know their families get to know their interests and be a part of their lives, just like I'm a part of multiple people's lives who aren't blood. You know, we aren't related. We're just friends, but we consider ourselves family. And um, it really, it really just gets to me to see other people still have bonds with their families and growing with their families and all of that. And I'm, sort of, not to say stuck or not to say an outcast, because I'm not. But to not have that relationship, it really bothers me. But like I said, it's still love when I see most, and I still do most for a lot of them. But it just gets to me when things like this happen, and I don't really have that sort of reaction like, I just lost a family member, sort of like I just lost someone who I barely knew because that's honestly what this is I lost someone who I barely knew but just to say still rest in peace to my cousin rest in heaven and I'm going to continue to try to build to build a bond and build a relationship and let my children have a relationship with the rest of my family on both sides because as you guys know, things happen in families to where they break apart, bonds get broken, egos get in the way, and things just happen. You know, things just happen to people. But like I said, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin the mood of this podcast and ruin what me and my wife, you know, try to do or try to or or are trying to do with this episode. So, going to keep it going. Regular GMHO and peace style. Not let anything stop us. Not let anything get in our way. It's International Women's Day. March is Women's Month, I believe. Yes, it is. Yeah, so. Um, we're going to celebrate a lot of women today. 
more than we celebrate any other day. I'm not saying more than we celebrate any other day, but this is actually going to be the theme of this podcast. So we're going to start off with a lot of women you may have heard of, a lot of women you may haven't. We're just going to share some light, give them the credit that they deserve, not just because it's International Women's Day, just because to show you guys that we aren't the only one. Being men, we aren't the only one who matter in sports, who matter in politics, who matter in academics, matter periodly. We aren't the only ones. Women matter, women have a voice, women have a platform, and women are standing next to, and if not in front of, men in fields that men thought to dominate. Sports, politics, music, business. We're not, basically, we're not standing in front no more. No more can a man say that, oh, I'm, I'm on top, or I'm the main bread, you know, breadwinner in the household, or, you know, my children listen to me more, I command respect. Women command respect always, have always, will. It's just that in our society, in our country, because this podcast does reach a lot of countries who has who have a lot of different views and they don't view they don't demean anyone everyone's equal in most countries which it should be in this one but it isn't this country is still built on that old guard that a man stands on top and a woman is supposed to be where she's told to be it's not true that's not true women are equal women are more dominant in ways that we've never seen before so, like I said, we're just going to shed a little bit of light on that. Um, as you guys know, if you don't know, Tony Harris is going to be, and I'm going to put that out there in the air right now, she's going to be the first female f- professional football player. I know the NFL is not going to come off of their high horse and actually do anything about it, but she's going to be a professional football player somewhere. I mean, they might have to do something about it. Like you just said, women are making a bigger stand. Exactly. So we're going to give a little bit of a background to Toni Harris, just in case you guys haven't heard of her. She is 22-year-old. She was going to East Los Angeles College. She has now accepted a... As a... As... as She's a free safety or a safety... Is it the same thing? West Los Angeles College. It's actually a different... She's a safety, so just say that. She's a defensive back. Okay, well, they had two different things. She is going to Central Methodist University. She is the first female... As opposed to Southern Methodist University. She's the first female skill position player to accept the scholarship. As opposed to being the second female skill position player to accept the scholarship. Okay. What? I, I don't get what you're doing, but stop okay. it. Okay. Right. She also, I mean, she's overcome so much. She had, uh, I think, she was in foster care for most of her life, out of foster care for a little bit, in foster care, back and forth. So she's overcome that. She overcome, came, people telling her she was too small. You can't do this because you're too small. You're a girl. You can't play football because you're a girl. Girls get hurt. She did all of that. She beat cancer. She had she what was type diagnosed. Of cancer? She was diagnosed with 
ovarian cancer at 18 as soon as she graduated um, high school. And she was about to go to college. She got diagnosed with ovarian cancer. She beat that, got her weight back up, got back healthy, and now she's back out there doing big things on field. Exactly. Now, granted, and certain analysts who I won't mention on my podcast, who my wife won't mention because we really just don't like certain analysts. And this isn't Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith bashing because I'm not talking about them. Um, they look at her as being a risk. She's too small. She can get hurt. True. It's 300-pound men out there who, are, who could get hurt, who are fragile, who, can, who can't take a hit. And they still do it. So who's to say that women can't get their chance and their opportunity? So with saying that, I'm not going to say that she could get hit, get a concussion, you know, certain things could happen to her just because she's a woman. I've seen men crumble. I've heard men make women noises when they get hit, when they take a shoulder. I've seen, and I'm 220 pounds, I've laid wood on 300-pound men who've made noises like women, to borrow a phrase from Mike Tyson back in the day. There's nothing wrong with women making noises, but on the battlefield, you really don't want to hear a big 300-pound muscle-bound man go, ugh, you don't want to hear that. You really don't want to hear that. But, hey, such is life, such as people who really can't take a hit, who think they tough, who are covered in muscle, who really aren't covered in fight. Plenty of people are built for show, but not a lot of us are built for go. And I believe Tony Harris, how what is her what is her measurements? Not not her measurements, but you know what how big, how tall is she? Five seven. She's like five seven, one sixty-four. She's she has plenty of go in her, I believe. Plenty of go. So yeah. just because she's small in stature. It doesn't mean she's small in heart, small in ability, or small in determination. So, I commend you, Tony Harris. I even commend those who are hating on her because you know what? You're watching. So continue to watch. Continue to find fault. Continue to place blame. Continue to, de- continue to deny. You can't deny what's inevitable. And it is inevitable that women will line up on the same field as you and fuck you up. Simple as that. Pretty much, I mean. Simple as that. It will lay you out. So, just like Tony Harris, I also commend the honeybees. The honeybees are a dance group, cheerleaders, dance group. They are a dance team. All right. Out of Alabama State University. Compared to just Alabama. <laughs> so the special thing about them is they are an all plus size dance team. My husband doesn't like the word plus size. Compared to being minus size dance team. What's minus size? Not plus. I don't like labeling women, labeling people, periodly. I hate it. But. I mean, but in some instances, you need to label people. You why? Know? Why do you need to label people? I'm not saying label as in bad thing, but I mean it is. I don't like the word plus size either, but that's what I am, so that's what I fall under. I'm fine. But with but, it. but what about falling under just being a woman? 
Yeah, but about that? even being a woman, you can still be so many things under that. So what kind of what kind of man what what kind of man would you consider myself to be? Am I in any but but am I in any category? Yeah, you're in a lot of categories. Like what? I'm not I'm not just a man? Nope. Why not? You could be an athletic man. I mean that athletic is so wide. That word athletic is very wide. I mean but plus size is wide too. Plus size isn't wide. wide. But (laughs) athletic is I didn't mean that I said it. She said it, not me. (laughs) Can say it. But I'm I don't consider myself anything but a man. True, but you have to okay, you have to break down all the other things that are you. Like I said, I don't like the plus size thing either, but it I don't know why. It's not only for fashion industry, because that's the only thing that we fall plus size under is with clothes. Okay. And spending more money on clothes. That's, okay. So that's it. But even with that, it's fine. Okay, so that's what you want to label me. You also have to respect the label that you put on the plus size woman. Like, there's been a lot of past plus size women are unhealthy, unattractive. They can't do this. They can't do that. And there's so many plus size women out here now that are doing. Everything that they said, like right. the, like the honeybees and the dance right. team. You got Ashley Graham Ashley up there. Ashley Graham, Nia, Nia Jax, exactly. um, some wrestling. I mean, the list is endless. There's plus size actors. You got Gabri- Gab Gabrielle Sidibe. Her, um, like why I can't think of nobody else's name right now. But I mean, plus size women are doing a lot. We are we want to be recognized now. But just recognize yourself as a woman. And right. back to the whole, back to the sports thing. Little girls basketball team I'm coaching and my daughters are on. Basically, they just beat a group of boys a couple of days ago. <laughs> Wiped the floor with them. Made them quit and everything. So, and you guys should have seen it. I wish I would have recorded it, but I didn't because I was too busy being a coach. So, with saying that, they took these boys out, made them quit, made them get off the court and everything, get all mad. And these boys were taller, faster, perceived to be more athletic, but they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They couldn't handle the girls. And it showed. They weren't ready for the style of defense they played. They weren't ready for the style of game that they played. So, with saying that, I commend women. You ladies can do whatever you want to do. The playing field is even. And I believe you sort of have a lead, so to speak. So keep doing what you're doing. Nike, I commend you all for that as well. And there's also one more lady I forgot to I forgot to mention as well. As being just an athlete who is standing out and basically... Sort of kind of standing on her own. Commend her as well. She's a female cyclist. And her name is Aisha McGowan. She's outside of Arizona. And those of you guys who ride bikes, not just ride them, but actually ride them competitively. You all know how tough and how grueling that is. But the fact that you do it and the fact that that you put the time into it, you put the money into it, 
and you know that that's pretty much um I don't know I don't want to say male driven I just want to say it's more of because she's the only African American woman cyclist who's trying to do it professionally the only one like only one just one only her that's what only one means but think about but think about that as being the only one in something that's worldwide so I'm not saying it's male driven I'm not saying it's male driven I'm more saying it's race driven because most people feel that there's only certain demographics who cycle I'm not going to say ride bikes. I'm just going to say cycle. And that's not true because I know a lot of different 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 minorities who actually ride professionally. They're out there. They're on the tracks. They, I'm, 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 I don't mean the tracks. They're out there in the street. They got the helmets. They got their little tight spandexy suits on and stuff like that. They're out there. They're cycling and stuff like that. So I'm not going to say it's just one, one demographic that does it. There's multiple, but imagine being the only one in something what if you went to a um a food festival and everybody there was eating apples and you are the one person that had an orange and you're standing in the middle and you're enjoying the hell out of that orange peeling it and everything it's tasting good but you happen to look up and everybody around you has their eyes on you because you're different you stand out. She stands out in that field of cyclists as trying to be someone. She doesn't. She isn't even sponsored. She isn't even part of a team. So for her to still do that, she's doing that because that's a passion of hers, and no one is gonna stop her. That's good. So no one is gonna stop women from doing that. Anything they want, basically. No one is going to stop you ladies. No one can stop you ladies. So in saying that... And if there's anybody in your life trying to stop you, get rid of them. That was the thing for another um, topic we were going to bring up, and I'm so glad she said that. Because that, that goes back to basically just being you and being comfortable with yourself, being comfortable in your own skin and just... Just, 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 just having confidence in yourself. There's so many people out there who don't, who are afraid because they aren't. They're told they can't do something. You should never be told you can't do something. Never. I'm, I'm not saying you should never be told you can't do something. I apologize. You should never feel, like never feel that you can't do something because you are a beautiful individual, and that's just that. You're an individual. You have your own life. You have your own decisions to make. So make them. Never let anyone deter you otherwise. You be you and just love the fact that you are you. Love the fact that no one can put your shoes on like you. No one can put your pants on like you. No one can laugh like you. No one can think like you. No one loves that stupid song that you love. No one loves that stupid movie that you love. Nobody likes your sports team or something like that because... For the longest time, I was the only Chicago Bears fan that I knew. And I got talked about so bad because the Bears weren't weren't a good team. And but now tide has changed and I see more and more C's. I see more and more B's out there. 
I see more and more blue and orange. I see more and more Khalil Mack jerseys out there now of people who just caught a wave. But I've ride that pretty well being a Bears fan through thick and thin, and I know plenty of other people who do. So, with saying that, I'm going to forever be the Bears fan that's going to change that. But that's just called being in stain who you are as an individual. Being and staying an individual and staying yourself. Because there's nothing wrong with being and staying an individual and being yourself. I commend you all for doing that. So, yes, they did. <laughs> being and staying an individual, staying in your own lane, and actually never letting anyone stop you is not, a beautiful no, thing. Not staying what? in your own lane. You have to, because why, you, why would you want to follow anybody else? No, but that's not standing in your own lane. Standing in your own lane meaning know where where you at. True. If you feel like you can do something else in somebody else's lane, go over there and try it. Well, don't, yeah, that's don't yeah, exactly. In. Well, yeah, I'm sorry about don't that, guys. I guess yourself. I misspoke because, like we've been saying, women can do anything, and if they stay in their own lane, they would still feel that they can't do nothing. So, so I do apologize. Do, I do apologize. Try, get out there and do it. Try it. If you don't, if you fail. Okay, you learn from it, move on, try something else. Exactly. So, keeping with that, um, our Jesse Smollett news. It's going to be real quick this time, guys, I promise. Yeah. He was... He going to court on the 14th. The court on the 14th, right? was he indicted? He was indicted on 16 counts of... of lying and being pretty, stupid. Right, pretty much. So Causing anyway, too much trouble. Causing too much trouble. <laughs> you know, so Jesse... Sorry. Uh, you know, you. I'm, I'm sorry you I mean, did it I to yourself. Except for you did it to yourself. Did it to so. yourself, so I really can't say anything. But uh, I'm pretty sure they're gonna miss you on Empire. So I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm 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 sorry. I'm hey, sorry. Another news. Not at this. Not, <laughs> I didn't mean to stay on it this long. I'm sorry that whatever it is that went was going through his head when he did that. I'm sorry it got as deep. And I know, as a man who's lied before, once you feel that you're in too deep, there's no turning back, so it gets deeper and deeper. That lie grows and grows and grows and grows until you feel like you it's, it's a weight. It's heavy. You don't want to hold it anymore. So the only thing you can do is come out and tell the truth. Jesse Smollett has yet to do that. He's been caught multiple times. It's evident that he did cook this up. It ain't got heavy for him yet. And he hasn't really realized that it's it's over. It's time sure to accept it now. It's getting her because 16 counts. Yeah, that's less than. That's, that's federal. It's federal and a lot. And that's why, what, three, four years in jail? Exactly, possibly even longer. So, um... You know, I'm. I've, we've joked on this podcast and amongst ourselves before, but like I said, I'm not going to stand on this side and be like, you know, I, I want you to get, you know, justice and stuff like that. Because Jesse, you deserve what's coming to you, man. For real, you really do. You deserve what's coming to you. Just because you played on people's emotions. Right. Just because not... you played on people's emotions, you deserve 
everything that's coming to you. And like we said, there's real people out there going real through people the things out that there. you claim real you going through. People. So no. Real yeah. people, Jesse. I would never wish anybody to be in jail, but no, he does nah. need to be held accountable. Nah, he just, for he, his yeah, actions. exactly. Hold him accountable. I'm not saying go to jail just like my wife just said, but hold him accountable. He needs to be held accountable. He needs to know that this here wasn't something that you should have done. And it was not the right move. Right. It wasn't the right move for you, Jesse. I'm sorry. Wasn't the right move for you. You were talented. You had your you had everything going for you. But you chose you chose to take another route. It was like you got too greedy and you yeah, exactly. wanted too, you wanted more too much. You wanted you too was much attention. Enough. You was already getting enough attention. You was already going on a rise, even though Empire was fading. But his career was your your, your your star wasn't fading, sir. Your star wasn't fading. And I'm not saying you're going to hear my voice. I'm not saying you're going to listen to my podcast. I'm mm-hmm. not saying my podcast is going to be played in jail where you're going. I'm not saying that. But, you know, it, it got too big for you, man. And, I, you know, hey, it got too big for you. But he does need to come out and tell the truth. I mean, like, it. That's a part of accepting it. Exactly. That's a part of accepting that you have to tell the truth. You have to. Exactly. You have to tell the truth. Speaking of other people who need to come out and say what's going on. So, um, we've actually got a bit of breaking news for you guys. I don't know how this happened, but it happened. My wife actually. Actually, she actually has a bit of audio from R. Kelly herself. She does. I didn't know. I don't know how she got it. But like I said, she has it. And like like I said, she got the audio. Don't know how. But some kind of way, she didn't tell me until a few moments ago. And um, we're going to let you guys hear a bit of a conversation that my wife had with the infamous R. Kelly. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm going to go. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me me, me throw this away because I I just came from McDonald's and um, I just, I I just, I I just had to go up there and pick some up and, um. Don't I'm you, here. Don't you think you should probably stay out of McDonald's? I'm here. No, no, sister, sister, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, you know, first of all, first of all, let me tell you who I am, because not too many people know who I am. I'm R. Kelly, and I had it written down on my hand, because y'all know I can't spell. I'm sorry, I told y'all on the song I can't spell. I'm R. Kelly, that's A-R-E- Shit. A-R-E- Kelly, y'all, and, um, I'm just here on this get my husband off my podcast. I'm here on this. I'm trying to clear my name, y'all. I'm trying to clear my name. So I'm trying to clear my name. Tra- and I'm gonna clear my name. I'm gonna clear my name. How are you gonna clear your name? I'm gonna clear my name because right now I got a puppy in a helicopter circling the whole planet. And this puppy is going to see everybody that ever said I touched anybody. I got this puppy in the air right now. This puppy's in the air right now, circling the entire globe. Puppy in a helicopter by himself. So, I don't know what's going on with the puppy, what's happening with the puppy. 
puppies in the air right now. So you're denying the allegations against I'm you. not denying the fact that I got a puppy in a in a helicopter. I'm not denying the fact. I'm R. Kelly. Did you hear me spell my name? You want me to spell my no, name out for you again? No, sir. Now, I done tried no, to get Oprah's. I done tried to get Gail King's. I don't know who that man that was talking to Gail King. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I don't know who that man was. That was not me. So I'm here as R. Kelly. That's A-R-E. Shit. I forgot to write my last name down on my other hand because it took too much time Kelly. to write my first name on my other hand. Now, is there anything you want to ask me? As far as the allegations. What allegations? With what allegations? You and these younger women. What you mean younger? Describe younger. Describe that. Describe younger? Yeah, describe younger. What's younger? Being underage. What you mean underage? What's on? I ain't never did nothing when I did on underage. How you going to say I did something with somebody underage? Who was you to tell me what's underage? I was never under nothing with nobody. Underage. How you get? How you even get underage? See, this is the kind of hate. This is the kind of hate that I'm talking about. This is the kind of hate that I deal with. How you gonna say I was underage with anybody? I ain't never been under nothing. But, uh, can we get Mr. Kelly a tissue? I don't need no tissue. Okay. I need y'all to hear this raw emotion that's going through me. And these people are telling me that I was with all these underage women. Hold on, wait, wait. That's my, that's the way. What'd you say? Underage. Oh. Younger women, younger than me. Because when you say it underage, that's, I was thinking something different. I'm sorry. I was thinking I was like under something, like no. under it. No. Maybe, you know, yeah. you know, because, I'm sorry. because, that's, that's my fault. Because I didn't explain with that the women, way. with the women that I bees with, with the women that I bees with, we watch a lot of Sesame Street and, you know, you know, you know, Grover had over, under, and through. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Oh. And just because I watch Sesame Street, and I make French toast sticks for these, for these, for these, for my guests. That don't necessarily mean they got to be of a certain age, okay? That's what I'm trying to get y'all to realize. That don't necessarily mean they got to be a certain age just because they like Fruit Loops. So what else do you just do because I cut up, Just guests? because I cut up their pancakes, that does not necessarily mean that they underage, if that's what you really want to call it. So where do you and your guests go? Like, where do you frequent? What do you mean go? Like, do you go out? First of all, I gotta wait, cause they get out of, they get out at three, they get out at three. So they, I gotta wait. They gotta get out of where at three. Excuse me, what? They get out of f- facilities at three. What are three the o'clock facilities that they're in? At I'm the three o'clock. Not at liberty to tell you what these facilities are. Okay. So, so. So this this whole podcast thing that I need to get off of is not going. I'm I'm not going to let you put me in that box. I'm sorry. I'm not so, going to let you put me in that box. Okay, I'm not going to so let you do that. After they get out of the facilities at three, where do you guys? Well, what do you do? They got work to finish. Of course, they got work they need to finish. Work they need to finish. Yes, at they home. got work they need to finish. You're not going to tell me y'all. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you do me like that. You're not going. You're not going to try to put me in no corner. You can't put Kelly in a corner. Could not put Kelly in no corner. Okay, so after they finish the work that they need to do at home, what do y'all do? What do you mean, what do they do? Where Where do you go? You just sit in the house, watch Sesame Street? Yeah, because that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. Do they like to color? 
What do you mean color? What do you mean? What do you have? What are these allegations? Crayons, coloring books. Just because the women that I like to entertain myself with like coloring books and coloring, they don't necessarily make them underage. Now, does it? They have adult coloring books. You are absolutely right. They I have apologize. adult things. So you're not going to sit here and tell me my name is R. Kelly and I like coloring with younger women. I don't. So, um, these women, are you um, in like real relationships? Or? Yes, I am in real relationship with these women. At the same time? Yes, at the same time. Yes. How does that work? It works. It works. Believe me, it works. Exp- it works. Explain it to it me. It works. Like. It works. Because these, these women's parents, they... Day. I'm on the parent pickup list. What? You on the parent pickup list for what? I'm on the parent pickup list. For for these for these for, for these. For the facilities that yes, they get at out the facilities at I am. O'clock. I'm at the parent pickup list. Okay. I'm second. You second? Yes, yes, yes. Alright. Um this has been a very interesting interview. And I know it's is, gonna be an interesting interview. Is there interview. anything else you would like to get off your chest, sir? No, no, ain't nothing else I want to get off my chest. You with these all, all these allegations you with? All these allegations you spewing? All these false truths you spewing? It's, it's, it's quite all right. It's I all gave right. y'all 30 years. I done gave y'all. I told y'all y'all could fly. Y'all reminded me of my Jeeps. I went half on y'all with a baby. I felt on your booty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where you got in a lot of trouble at. I ain't getting no trouble feeling on nobody's booty. You don't know that. I'm just saying. I'm just, it's going by. You know, there's a lot of, lot of allegations. No, there ain't no allegations. We doing nothing. It's like 30, 40 women out there saying same things. No, this interview's over with. Wait, you, you, so you leaving? That was powerful. I know, right? Say the least, y'all. It was in a scary situation I was in. That was powerful. I don't know how she did that. I got skills. I don't know how she got that that going. Honestly, I do not know how she got that clearance for that. But anyways. I told him I was a kindergarten teacher. Were you, were you afraid at all? Afraid of what? Like, his outburst and... Did you know he had a puppy in the helicopter? Nah, I was trying to figure out how he got the puppy in the helicopter. Hey, yo, like, is mean, the puppy driving the helicopter by itself? You don't drive or, helicopters, ma'am. You fly them. Whatever. Anyway, anyways, like I said, I mean... I'm a... And is it just one puppy or is he giving everybody puppies? I don't know. Cause, he wasn't really... Because no. what I heard, it was one puppy... In a helicopter, and that puppy was all over the planet. You At know, one time. telling telling everybody that he basically didn't do this. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, for those of you guys who look to us for your Kelly news or just look to other people for your Kelly news, is he in jail now? I think he is still in jail. But they got him for child, child support. support. But um. Yeah, because while he out here trying to have relationships with his kids. Right. And for those of you guys who've seen the um, the interview we did with Gail King, that was actually pretty powerful for me 
And a lot of people made jokes about it because it was funny, honestly. And, you know, it really was funny. But I'm on the side of where was all of this before? Because they've been saying this stuff for years about you. And you pretty much stayed quiet. You stayed quiet, O'Kelly. And then now, all of a sudden, that they have gotten you. You dropped you from your record label. Kicked you out of your, um, what was it? This studio, studio and stuff like that. They raided the studio. The walls are getting very thin. The closing in. and ain't got no money. Right. You're losing homes in your various states and stuff like that. And things are falling apart for you. So, I guess you're trying to play on what ever fans you have left whatever sympathy anybody can gather but I don't see anybody gathering any sympathy for you I mean I, there's still people out there who have sympathy for him there's still people out there that, that believe that he does has done nothing wrong true look at the lady who just paid what $10,000 to get him out of jail I see that no it was 100000 because he had like a million bucks Okay, either way it goes. Yeah, you're right. Either that's way it goes. a lot of zeros. Either way it goes, but still, I don't really, I don't see it as, I mean, I, I know he had something to do with that lady getting that money. Whether his lawyer or probably a connection he has, he had something to do with the lady getting that money. Because nobody's going to just put. She owns businesses. She's owned businesses, yes, but I'm. I'm willing to bet you the dark R. Kelly is sort of tied into a lot of those. I mean, he might be. Ain't nobody really done a deep dive right, into right, the right, background because right, right. ain't nobody finna just come up. Oh, R. Kelly in jail. Let right. Me let, me, up, let me let me let me put up a hundred thousand to get you out. So it's folks I know my whole life that I ain't gonna put a hundred dollars. Right. On I ain't books. putting ten dollars. Nobody getting out of jail. But anyways, was saying that I mean the the the, the interview basically it was frightening for me. To basically see this man basically just give up and get that vulnerable and get that that open and allow Gail King, who's not a she's she's known, but to be on the level of like Barbara Walters, Oprah, Ellen, shit. I see, mean, she's. See, I mean, <laughs> had he went to interview with Barbara Walters, them tears would have been real. I mean, I'm not saying those tears weren't real, but I don't believe them. Those, those, nothing about that interview was real. I don't believe those tips. That, that interview for me was a big dumb publicity stunt. I mean, it wasn't a publicity stunt because he can't go anywhere off of it. I mean, like you said, you he can't okay, gain anything publicity, off. Of it. Like he can't gain said, anything off. Trying of it. to get sympathy. yeah, the exactly, exactly. By saying he's trying to see his children and stuff like that, I'm not saying he isn't. I'm a father, and I'm never gonna, and I'm I'm never gonna say when someone has emotion about their family that it's not real, that it's not, that it's not, you know, that it's not real emotion. Right. It's not real emotion. So I believe it is, but I also believe. Oh, by the way, mention the fact that you ain't seen your kids. Use that. Say that she's trying to keep her kids. She's keeping your kids away from you. Say that. I mean, but his kids are. You know, old enough now. They're grown, basically, right, to make right, their own right, decision. Right, like, do right. I want to see him or do So... Like, his daughter came out, what, earlier this year? Talking about some she wants nothing to do with him. And exactly. he's a monster. So, they're making their own decisions. I don't know if their decisions have been influenced by media and things their mom has said about him. I don't know. Not in that family. I don't know. True. True. So, I mean... 
when he was on stage, you have your passports. Did you get your shots? How would you like to go home or why? But that was scary for me to see. Um, the sign that said under eight, over 18 only or something like that at a show he did a long time ago. That was scary to see. Him being asked the question, um, define teenager and stuff like that. That was scary to hear. So a lot of his, and then a lot of hidden messages in his songs. The fact that he married Aaliyah, the fact that he hid sleeping with Aaliyah and denied that. For, even though it was out there, it was evident. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. I mean, he's a monster. He should be in jail. He should have to live with everything he's done. Once again, I'm not perfect. And see, that's where I think that emotion came from. Because he realized that he going to have to live with True. what he's done. Like you said, the walls are closing in on him. And he's scratching and pulling from anything to try to save itself and it's not working anymore. Right. People are turning against you. People are really looking at the things that you've done and the things that you've been accused of and they're like, hold on, maybe we can't keep right. maybe we can't. Maybe this. we can't keep doing this. So I mean, like you said, we we were guilty of it too, but we we was young. Right. We only thing we oh, wait, let me let me let me let me clear that one up. Only thing we were guilty of was enjoying music. Right. That's it. That's it. That's that's it. That's it. That's it. That's but the only I, thing we were guilty I of. I believe had they had this much mute R. Kelly and all of this pulling his music and stuff back then, then yeah, he'd have already gotten the help that he needs. True. He would have already been behind bars. Like in, in jail is just to rehabilitate and to put you in a better mental state to actually get you out of the one you were in previously, like to say that you don't have to do those things. So hopefully he'll learn. And I'm not saying come back and be a bigger artist. I personally don't want to hear R. Kelly on a record ever again, periodly. But as I, a... as I don't need to. So. The, exactly. The, the personal person, the family man. Be the family man. Be there for your children leave these little girls alone, realize that's wrong. But he won't even do that. He won't even admit to that. So He hasn't admitted to anything. Right, right. Even in the freaking song, I admit. Right. He didn't admit to anything. Right, so... Somebody should really tell him what the word admit means. Cause right, so... And he was like, the only thing I'm guilty of is having a big heart. No, nah, man, brother. you're guilty of a lot. And we're going to find that out pretty soon. I mean, but it's like, like you, it's all coming out. People are done with the secrets, and they telling on them, and right, right. So when you got your peers, your musical peers, the up. ones who oppose a champion, your career, who just basically turning their back on you, and it has nothing to do with the documentary because a lot of these people don't really need, don't really need the fact that oh. oh I'm, I'm on R. Kelly's side. No, they don't need that. Someone like John Legend doesn't need R. Kelly. He has his own musical career. He has his own successful musical career. And he's a successful family man. Beautiful family he has. So he doesn't need to be behind R. Kelly. No. He didn't say those things to gain anything. No, so, he said them because it was the right thing to say. Exactly. He said them because well, they were the right thing to say. Somebody should have said those things back then. Right. Exactly. I think... The documentary or docu series or whatever they call it, it had a lot 
to do with helping people finally come out and tell the truth. Because they seen the, the other women that did it. So, and the other people that did it. So, maybe that's going to help and change the outcome of right. this case. Right. So more people are unafraid of, I don't know, what are consequences that they could have wound up, gone through back then. Exactly. So now they're going to face those consequences. Michael Avenetti is not going to let up on anyone involved in R. Kelly. So he's going to get everybody that's sick to a manager. And that's is that every... the man that was actually going and get the girls out the... the, the... Yeah. Amongst, amongst many. <laughs> amongst many from hangers on, the bodyguards and stuff like that. I mean, hanging I... out at the high schools. Hanging out at McDonald's. But recruiting them in balls and stuff like, like that. He needs to get everybody who has ever kept anything quiet. Exactly. Ever... You know, seen like seen anything and not said anything because you could have helped this child. You could right. have helped the child. They were young girls. Of course, they not gonna say no. They don't know that what's happening. All they is see wrong. is this. I just see this grown, not not even, not even grown, grown man, man. Just, just celebrity. This celebrity, right? Just I just see me. this celebrity warning me. So I'm gonna do whatever he needs or whatever he wants me to do to continue for him to want me. So, had anybody spoke up at any time, a lot of this would not happen. A lot of this wouldn't happen, exactly. So, that's why if you see something... Say something. Say something. And or if somebody says something to you, don't automatically dismiss it. Right. Everything is not a lie, basically. Everything is not out to gain financially, even though, even though, even though, we have seen cases... We have seen cases of people putting their children in harm's way to gain something. Right. What we spoke about a couple of podcasts ago, the documentary that we watched, not the documentary. Was it a documentary? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a documentary. documentary. The um, Hiding in Plain Sight. And a lot of people perceived that family to basically give their daughter to this man. No, they were trying to hide what they did with this man and they just used their daughter to basically cover up their... And and exactly right, their things that they did. So, there's plenty of people out there who will, I mean, with that, try to gain the mama did kind of give her daughter away because she was still kind of feeling dude. So, in that, yeah, she did that, but she wasn't gaining nothing from it, she was getting something from it. I mean, yes, there are parents out there that I mean, look at look at the parents and uh, the coaches. Like the parents, you know, Little League, beauty pageants and stuff like that. They're out there putting their child out there for gain, for their personal gain. They're out there living through their child. Right. But I wouldn't dare put my child out there and say, hey, go sleep with this thirty, this man who's 30, 40 years older than you. So it's just so I can blackmail him into getting so whatever money. Get exactly. What I exactly. I'm, I will never, would never, I don't see that as being something that I should do. I mean, and the but sad thing is, there is there are people out there who will do that, who have done right, that. Who have done that. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. We can't overlook the things that those two girls were saying in the interview because we don't know if it's true or not. Honestly, we don't know if any of this stuff is true. We just waiting on it all to come out. True. Like everybody else. Why so. we waiting on it all to come out? I'm not saying waiting. I'm just. I'm just. Every predator, every pedophile 
everyone who's done anything wrong, knowingly done anything wrong, whether it's your sick fetish or whatever to a child, you just you need help. You need help. You need rehabilitation. And like I said, that's mostly what jail is to rehabilitate. And uh, R. Kelly needs to be there. He needs to be there for just as long as Bill Cosby's there, even longer. I was surprised that he said he needed um, to talk to a psychiatrist. That's I thought he would have did that. Thought he would have thought somebody would have been smart enough. Somebody should have already put him yeah, on right. somebody's somebody couch. Somebody should have already put him on someone's couch and said, "Hey, look, you need to talk to somebody. You need to take a break from music. You need to take a break from these little girls, and you know, just go ahead and you just need a break. You need some you time. Yeah, you need some time to just be. I mean, because he does. He has a lot of pent up issues that he has. Yet and to, the fact that the fact that he was saying that. When he was touched as a child, that didn't have anything to do with how he is now. That's a complete and bold faced lie. Yes, he hasn't worked through what he, what it was, what happened to him as a child. Exactly. He hasn't even exactly. worked through the death of his mother. Right. Because like right. they said he leaves the tree up all year round, and I understand that you know you want to do things that keep you close to them, but we also know that he had a. I don't want to say a sick fascination. He did, because I know where you're going. He did have a sick fascination. He, you know, he admitted that he was in love with his mother. Right. That's so, that's sick. Yeah. To so, admit that you're in love with your mother, that's that's sick. He, he, he's been needing to talk Yeah, he's to been somebody. needing to talk to somebody that's sick. Yeah. I mean, I just hope he gets the help he needs. Right. I pray that everybody that has gone through anything and been affected by him in any way... They get the help that they need. They get the closure that they need. True, true, of all true. of this because that is a hard thing to go through. Yes, it is. Very hard thing to go through. It's a hard thing to grow out of. Right. And to finally see yourself and not see what happened to you. Right. So I commend all the women that have done that, that have gotten on the other side of this. And, I mean, even... You know, the, with the book deal. People keep saying, well, she the book deal. Her, her telling her story in that book will help somebody else. Right. So people got to look at it like that. Right. She may not have done it for the money. Okay, so she going to get some money out of it. She may have just wanted to tell her story to stop somebody else from going exactly. down her exactly. path. People got to stop looking at things and being so negatively. Right. A lot of people are, are really out here to help and to stop others from going down their own, you know, the same roads. Because, like I said, we do, we doing the same thing. We don't want to see people go down the same roads that we went down. I'm not saying that we've gone down some bad roads, but we've been through things. We go through things. We go through things every day. So any little thing that we can do to help, we're going to do it. True. You just got to come and ask. Cause it's, not, it's not... Come and ask. I mean, not okay, not coming. Just listen. It's just, this just listen and seek. We're not saying we have all the answers, but we are saying that we're doing this to let you guys know, you guys and girls know that there is better, there is hope, and you can rise up. You do not have to be held down. There's, there's nobody in, in life that can hold you down. And there's no situation that you can't get out of. 
whether it's someone who's, you know, an older figure who's trying to mold you and manipulate you and brainwash you into doing certain things. Because you can also overcome that. You can also become a better person from that. You can also prevent that from another little girl, little boy, who won't be traumatized from that for the majority of their life or their adult life and stuff like that. You don't have to live in fear, basically, is what we're trying to tell you, that you do not have to live in fear. And seeing those two girls in that interview is... They're scared. R. Kelly is going to do everything he can to protect R. Kelly. They're scared, but they don't know they're scared. No, no, no. They're scared for their lives, basically. They don't. And, that, and, and right now, him being against the wall, he's shooting at everybody. I'm not saying, you know, li- no, literally with a gun shooting at people, but he's taking shots at everybody. Or Kelly will bring everyone down with him. That's why he mentioned the parents. That's why he mentioned his wife. That's why he mentioned the media. That's why he mentioned the fans. That's why he mentioned everybody who's trying to tear him down. We do not have to tear you down because as high on top of that, of that mountain that you were on, sir, Falling, you're gonna fall by yourself. And whoever you're gonna try to grab onto, hold on to, is gonna let you fall. So, R. Kelly, you are very close to hitting rock bottom, and nobody is gonna be there to save you. There's nobody you can point the finger at to say, You made me do it. No, you did it yourself. You did it yourself. And when you got out of jail the last time, the first place you run to is McDonald's. No, the same McDonald's where you pick up your prey. And I'm not going to say your relationships. The same McDonald's where you pick up your prey. Because you are a predator. And And I don't keep meaning to bring up Jesse Smollett or Kelly, sexual predators, pedophiles, liars, manipulators or anything like that on our platform but they're there they're there another thing we're going to touch on is integrity mainly the integrity that you have for yourself we do a podcast not only for the love of each other we do a podcast to just like you do anything else in business because you want to be successful at it. And saying that, there has to be a price you're willing to pay for fame. And I say that because a certain podcast, not going to mention, a certain podcast that I loved from people that I really have, you know, followed for years I stopped listening to that podcast because of that integrity I feel that you should look in the mirror every day and you should and you should accept what you see in the mirror every day and if something you say something you do gets to certain people then let them throw their stones at you just the way you throw your stones at other people. Because nobody's perfect. 
and we all have certain things in our life we wish we could take back. Now, granted, me and my wife are a sponsored podcast. Me and my wife, we're on not just local local radio FM or local podcast FM. We're on a pretty big platform with what sponsors with who sponsors us and also where you guys find us as well. You find us with your Bill Burrs, you find us with your Joe Rogans, you you find us there. We're not as big, but yes. we're there. And I'm saying I say the word integrity because I look at I, I look at certain podcasts, listen to certain podcasts, and I don't see the sponsors. I hear certain sponsors, but I also don't hear those people giving up anything, basically themselves, just to maintain the fan base and maintain a book. So if I tweeted something a long time ago or said something a long time ago that a lot of people, women, men, don't agree with, I got to pay for that because this is the day of we don't forget anything internet. We can go back and search Right, we can go back and search everything. Everything that you said, everything that you did, still there. Still there. So if we ever get big enough where we people come up to us and say, hey, we want to sponsor you, but you can't say certain things. We give you certain things to say. You have to big this person up regardless of what this person is in the news for. If you don't agree with this person, we don't care about your opinion. This person is paying us to talk about them, so we have to be there for that person. We have to stand behind them through their scandals. We have to basically say, oh, they're guilty until proven innocent or, or whatever. Or they're innocent until proven guilty. I'm sorry about that, guys. But um, we're not going to give in just so GMHOMP can be all over the place. Because like I just said, we're where we need to be. We're backed by who we need to be backed by. We're backed by Apple. We're backed by Spotify. We're backed by Anchor. And plenty of other places where you find your podcast. Plenty of other DSPs. We're there. I'm not saying I don't want your sponsors. I'm not saying I don't need your sponsors. But I am saying, me and my wife are going to be us for the rest of our lives. So we're never going to be out there putting each other down or, hey guys, talk about um, cheating. Make up a story of cheating on your wife. I don't have to make up a story of cheating on my wife because you guys have already heard it. I don't have to make up a story about going through struggle because you guys have already heard it. I don't have to make up a story about you know, having kids or make our kids do something for the sake of this podcast because we don't try to put our kids out there. Those aren't trained animals in there. Those are our kids. They look up to us. We protect them. Well, they don't look up to me since I'm the shortest person in the house. So, like I said, we protect our children. They're not... We're going to always protect They're going to always protect our children. we're also going to always protect who we are. And we're also going to protect who they are, who we are as individuals, who we are as a married couple, and everything. And you guys are going to be right there for it. 
I got a lot to talk about in the NFL. And I'm not avoiding it. Because it started uh, a couple of days ago with the Bears possibly trading Jordan Howard. Stupid move. I kind of don't agree with it, but I see why. I'm not stupid. I see where they're going with their offense, and Jordan Howard is an I-form, I-form formation, single-back formation sort of back. He's old school, and the way the Bears are going, their, their offense is nowhere near typical. Their offense is nowhere near, nowhere near normal. Their offense is dynamic. They have different things that they do, different personnel, different looks, different a lot of things. And they feel that Jordan Howard isn't a part of that. Do I want to see him traded? No. I want to see the Bears ride with who they almost got to the divisional round of the playoffs with. That's who I want to see the Bears ride with. But, you know, they, 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 can't, they won't. Possibly. They're going to change. They're going to look different next season. They're possibly going to lose Amos. They're possibly going to lose Callahan. They're possibly going to trade Howard. They're going to look very different. Or they could keep Callahan, keep Amos, keep Howard, and build on the success that they had last season. But, you know, we'll see. There's been a lot of trades. There's been a lot of releases so far. Um, The big big thing that happened last night, Antonio Brown being traded to the Buffalo Bills, which turned out it didn't happen because of Antonio Brown. And I honestly feel that Antonio Brown is basically putting himself into a corner where nobody will want him. Nobody will want him, and he's possibly going to get traded for a six-round pick instead of first-round picks, which he's the talent of. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league. So, a little bit of breaking news right now. I believe it happened last night, maybe a couple of days ago. David Irving of the Dallas Cowboys. I believe he was already suspended indefinitely, which is what my wife told me. But he just basically quit the NFL because he loves weed over millions of dollars. You need millions of dollars to buy weed. You need millions of dollars to buy anything. You need hundreds of dollars to buy weed. You know, it don't cost that much. But, if I had to look at my options, granted, football is a dangerous sport. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You can hurt yourself. You can wind up being addicted to pain pills, being addicted to a lot of things. You can also, you know, but... If I'm looking at my checks being in the millions, my bank account being in the millions, compared to, hey, you want to get high? I think I'm going to have to go with what I spent so much of my life working for. I'm going to have to go with what I spent so much of my life preparing for. I'm, I've prepared myself to be an athlete. I've prepared myself to to basically be great at this. David Irving was on his way to being one of the top players in this league. But now look at him. Out of the league. Randy Gregory, who happens to be on the Cowboys, suspended for weed. I'm not going to jeopardize my future and what I've basically put my body on the line for just so I can smoke something. That's not worth it. That's not worth it. And to watch these shows and to hear these analysts try to tear down a young woman 
just because she has dreams of being in the NFL by telling her she's stupid for thinking that. And when you got these grown men who want to be grown boys, look at this opportunity and throw it away. I know people out there who get out there and they play football every Sunday. They score five or six touchdowns a game. They get 20 tackles a game, two or three interceptions a game. Some of the greatest athletes you'll ever see in your life. But they play in parks. Basically, you don't know them because they play for the love of the game. I'm having talks with people that when the XFL comes to St. Louis, we trying out. And I'm 36. If the XFL held open trials, I'm trying out just for the love of the game. I love football. I'm My love of football is taking me to London later this year. My love of football, I have a great friend in my life just for the love of football. I have great people in my life just for the love of football. I play it for free. I do play it for free. <laughs> I do play it for free. That's an opportunity that you don't get again. You know, so just take advantage of every positive and every little thing that they're asking you not to do. I understand you want your freedom. I understand you want that. You can have your freedom. But for 8, 10, 12 years maybe of your life, do it. Set yourself up. Invest your money. Live a much better life than 97% of people. Set your family up. Set your kids up for life. That's much better than, oh, I want to sit around and smoke for five minutes. Or I want to take steroids. Or I want to have this, whatever, whatever. Just hard work, determination, dedication. Belief in yourself and your abilities, not belief in what this drug has you thinking that you are. You, you're, you already, you're already there. You're already there. So I'm not going to dog David Irving. I ain't. Because Jerry Jones has a long list of players who had pretty much the same issue. And I'm not going to get into my reasons for that, for that, but you know he has a long list of players. So, saying that, I thought this NFL offseason was going to be completely different. I honestly thought um, the Bears were going to go further in the playoffs, and they did, but it didn't happen. But this one here is looking to be one of the most interesting off seasons. And not only because the Bears are one of the top teams and they're making noise again, but just just for the fact that it's just stupid decisions. This isn't going to be a must-see offseason. You got Le'Veon Bill. You got Antonio Brown. You got David Irving. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a couple of more players. You got um uh, Ruben Foster. 
so many players who've made bad decisions, so many players who are out there just throwing away this precious opportunity. Because it's not everybody, not every day you get an email saying, hey, you want to come play for the Bears? We'll give you $3 million a year. It's not every day that happens. So just just love this opportunity. Cherish it. Like whatever, whatever you do, whatever you do, whether you work for whatever, wherever you work, cherish the fact that you got a job. There's millions of people out there who can't even say that. Cherish that. Look at that as being a beautiful thing that happened to you because you got a job. Don't take advantage of it. Don't take things for granted. I'm not saying I got the best job in the world, but I cherish what I do. I enjoy what I do. And I see the effect that I have on people. Just a small effect I have on people. I love that. That's in my everyday life. My wife's everyday life and our everyday life. We see the effect we have on people. I'm not saying we out here tooting our own horn or anything like that because we're not. I love that. I love actually being able to have a person tell me, you matter to me. That means a lot to actually know that as bad as this world may seem, as dire as situations may seem, to try to make a difference in a person's life, that's a lot harder to hate. It's easy to hate. It's easy to put a person down. But to actually try to help someone, building a person's confidence, that's harder than saying, I hate you. You know, letting a man or letting a woman see their beauty in life when they don't when they think when they don't think they have anything to offer. That takes time, that takes patience, that takes belief, that takes determination, takes faith. It takes acceptance. That's a lot harder than saying, oh, I hate you, I don't want to talk to you, or you suck at this, you suck at that, or whatever, whatever, whatever. So to sit there and know that you make a difference, just continue to make a difference. Continue to make a difference. Continue to cherish the blessings that you do get in life. Like I said, wherever you work, it's a blessing. Continue to take advantage of every opportunity that you have in life. Don't take anything for granted. Don't throw anything away. Accept the good and the bad. Learn to grow from both. You got anything you want to add? No, you said it all. I've s- Keep uplifting each other. Keep doing what's right. Love. Have fun. Believe in yourself. All of that. Right. And just, you know, basically continue on that march towards making this world a much better place. And two little people who have this little podcast. We're doing our we're doing our best to make we're doing our best to make a difference. We love you guys. God bless you guys. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to the world's most dangerous podcast. GMH O and P.